Hi, welcome to a new episode of Sports Doc Sports. Today, I have a hidden jewel in a story. So um, I was actually at my insurance agent and we were talking and lo and behold, what a story. So I have Christina with me. Christina, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am a insurance agent. I work for State Farm, um, and you know, two years ago, I broke my hip. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, we're, as we were talking, to the story about this hip is, uh, um, it's a bit of an exciting story. Tell me about the fall. <laughs> so we were remodeling our kitchen, and my husband had a bunch of his tools and you know the remodeling like stuff that he was using, and I tripped over it in the middle of the night trying to uh, go out to my truck. So head over heels, you went down, right? Yeah. So let's, uh, let me ask you a question. So did you think you broke your hip instantly? Oh, no. No, I had no idea. For six weeks, right. I so had no what, idea. What hurt you? My foot. Right. So yeah. you, how long before you went to the emergency room or doctor? So for my foot, I went the next day. I was like, there's something wrong with that. So okay. I went the next day. They did an x-ray. Yep, you broke your foot. You know, gave me a boot, all of that. And right. then uh, Did they give weeks, you crutches? Uh, no. Nope. I was walking. Um, so I was just in a walking cast and it was fine. Right. So six weeks later, they kind of, you go back to the doctor and what happens? What do you tell them? I was like, look, you know, my foot feels better, but I'm still limping and now my hip kind of hurts. And, you know, I showed them where it was like right in the hip joint and they were like, oh yeah. Yeah. So she had this anterior hip pain, which was uh, a bit alarming for a fracture. So they signed you up for uh, MRI and x-rays, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had lots of x-rays. They every position that they could force my hip to go into they would get a new picture of that and then we did the mris and right so they come back to you and they said what they said your hip is broken yeah and yeah, fractured the femoral head and then how long after that did you have surgery it was so i broke it in january i believe it was the 19th of january and then i didn't have my first surgery until june 10th right so Fortunately, she actually went, your first surgery was an arthroscopic surgery, right? Yep. All three of them were actually arthroscopic, um, but the first one, that one was probably the easiest recovery of all of them, though. Right. So that was, uh, that's when they, what, what, do you remember what, exactly what they did that first surgery? So they did a debridement and they like shaved down the shape of the femoral head. So, um, you know, they went in and they, the intention was to fix the labrum that had you know, been damaged from my hip popping in and out of joint every right. time. Right. So the labrum is the cartilage that kind of surrounds the cup, and it, and that's and so what happened? I, she wore that down because apparently she was her hip was going in and out of joint, and this kind of kind of wearing it down to nothing, so to speak. So, and so then that was in June, you said, right? And yeah. so how'd you feel after that? And and also tell the audience here how much uh, opioids did you take after surgery? Um, after the first one, I didn't have any. Yeah. So you can tell what type of person she is right now. So, um, <laughs> okay. So then a couple months. So what happened now? So now it's uh, June, you had surgery and uh, you're on crutches. Uh, yes, I was on crutches. I couldn't be weight bearing for six weeks. Um, so I didn't really know if the surgery had worked or not until I went back to my surgeon and he said I had to remove the labrum. So she has another osteoscopic surgery and in October, mm -hmm. right? And so that was a bit more, more involved, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so they ended up, you know, debriding again. I had a lot of inflammation from, again, you know, popping in and out. So they went in, did a lot of debridement again, reshaped the femoral head some more, and then they put in donor cartilage to right. reshape the labrum. Right, so that was the second surgery. Mm -hmm. So um, they did, it sounds like they did a, a shaving and some chondroplasty and then put in some uh, cadaver labrum. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... 
let's go back to your testament. How many days of opioids did you take then? Three days. Yeah, unbelievable. So, uh, <laughs> it's so strong. So then uh, now that's October, you're getting around crutches again? Mm-hmm. How long? I was on crutches then until uh, early February. Right. So now in February, what happens? I had my third surgery. Right. So why did they decide to go in surgery this time? I had a frozen hip. So right. after the second surgery, all the inflammation created a bunch of scar tissue, and I wasn't able to move my hip past 10 degrees in right. any direction. Right. So that's pretty, yeah, adhesive capsulitis or a frozen hip. So um, they probably did a little manipulation under anesthesia where they kind of just free your motion up, and obviously you couldn't do that awake. Um, but again, very painful. So tell me how much uh, pain meds you take after that surgery. I didn't take any. Yes, truly amazing. <laughs> so now after that surgery, are you on crutches, your third surgery? Um, I was supposed to be on crutches. They did ask me to be on crutches, but I had some um, emergencies that came up right after surgery. And then two days later, I had a job interview. So I had to go to work. So you walked to the interview <laughs> without any crutches? Correct. Did you have any pain? Uh, I mean, it was painful, but I was, I was walking and it wasn't unbearable by any means. So how long after your third surgery, um, your arthroscopic surgery, were you up without pain, walking, going back to your lifestyle? Um, probably two to three weeks after that. By the time I was starting my um, job that I interviewed for, which I did get the job, um, by the time I was starting that position, I was completely back to normal. Great. Were you on your feet that job or were you more of a desk job? Uh, it was a desk job. I worked for another insurance company in Colorado. Great. Yeah. All right. So uh, I had asked her also, can you... Um, share with you if you took any supplements or anything during your healing time. So what did you take? So I did a glucosamine chondroitin com- combination supplement and also a, a calcium and vitamin D combination. Yeah, I'm big on that. I think that's awesome. And I'm sure that helped in the healing. Did you start that after your first surgery or after the third surgery or in between? I actually started it way before my first surgery um, when I was still waiting on the diagnosis from why my hip was bothering me. Right so on. I started it then thinking, okay, well, maybe it's just because I'm getting ready to be 30. So maybe that's the reason. And right. I started it all then. So uh, let's also talk a little about you. So now you're healed, right? And uh, um, do you run? I do. Yeah. Yep. And so just to give the audience a little bit about her background, you ran in high school, correct? I did. So uh, what was your, you ran track? Yes, I did distance running. So I ran the mile in track and field um, and I took third in the state. Yeah, so third fastest woman in the state for the mile, which is um, definitely laudable. So uh, congratulations, kudos to you. And now you're running again, but obviously not. Are you competing at all? No, I don't do any competition. My kids keep me too busy for yeah. it. <laughs> and a lot of people who competed in track in high school for some reason or college, they don't run as much as they get older. I know people that, like, that were two-a-day training and, and they were track uh, athletes in high school and college. And they're like, they're done. Unless somebody's chasing them, they're not running anymore. Exactly. <laughs> but you're in a picture of health. So, I mean, I can tell the audience that, you know, she runs, she stays in shape and uh, – She's an excellent um, insurance agent, so thank you. But um, anything else you want to add to the story? Any, anything? Uh, how did your husband handle all this when it was going on with all your surgeries? He thought it was, I mean, honestly, he's a great guy, but he thought it was hilarious when I tripped and fell because, <laughs> I mean, it was my own fault. I was, you know, throwing a fit having to get up out of bed to go in the middle of the night to go check on my truck. Um, I thought I had heard something, and he 
you know, didn't want to go and do it for me. So I held that part over him for a while. I was like, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, had to go through all this if you would have just checked for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Keep, keep he, him honest. Yeah. <laughs> but he was very supportive. I mean, you know, having a, a husband, we've been married for 12 years now, but he had to help me shower. He had to help me go to the bathroom. I mean, all of this after every one of these surgeries because wow. I couldn't bend at my waist. Yeah. So it Oof. was, yeah, it was fun. That's, that's tough. Well, you're doing great now, so that's the important thing. And she had these surgeries in Colorado, correct? Yes. In yep. um, a, what town? In uh, Loveland was Love- where both of them were. So. Right. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Well, thank you for sharing that story. I think it's a pretty amazing, and how you've bounced back is truly amazing. And no, no pain. And of course, you're we're a serious runner, and you seriously can deal with pain. I mean, that to me, was pretty pretty amazing story. So, um, thanks again. Thanks everybody for listening, and um, we'll. Uh, Catch you again on another podcast soon. Again, so stay sweet, be well, and be happy.